It got famous for tracking sleep. Now it's aiding research on COVID-19, women's health, and so much more. This week, we're talking with you again about the Aura Ring, mostly because we love it, but also because it's loaded with a lot of new features, making it an even more important tool you can use to improve your health and well-being. Our guest is Caroline Kreider. She's the science communications lead for Aura. She'll share why, when it comes to fitness trackers, there really is one ring to rule them all. This is The Fit Mess, conversations with world-class experts in the fields of mental, physical, and emotional health. In this episode... Health is this really long journey, and oftentimes we're always like, what did I get yesterday? What did I get today? But Aura is a big believer in, how are you doing this year? How yeah. are you doing this month? Like, yeah. it's a pandemic year. Your HRV might be completely different than it was four or five years ago. Now here are your hosts, Zach and Jeremy. Hi, everyone. Welcome to The Fit Mess. Thanks for listening while you're doing whatever it is that you're doing right now. I'm Zach. He's Jeremy. We've been through all kinds of struggles and ended up stronger because of them, and we want to help you do the same. If you're sick of your own shit and ready to make a change, you're in the right place. Today, we're talking about how tracking your health and wellness can help push you to make important changes to improve both, or to at least be aware of why you're not performing as well as you'd like and how you might be able to change that. Many improvements have been made to the Aura Ring since we spoke with the company's CEO last year. This is especially exciting for women because there are huge updates that focus specifically on women's health. We'll get into all of those details with our guest, Caroline Kreider from Aura. One thing I'm really loving about the Ring is the new daytime heart rate monitor. I love that at any point in my day, I can sort of check in, see how things have been going, see what maybe stress events may have caused my heart rate to spike, or maybe seen when I was a little bit uh, chilled, you know, and things were fine. And with that information, I can make changes to my day. I, I can go into, uh, you know, interactions with coworkers or inter interactions with my family, knowing when I'm likely to be stressed out based on the information I've gathered just by wearing the ring. Yeah, I like that part too. I mean, especially like the part where it shows me that my heart's still beating in the middle of the day. I mean, that's, that's really, that's it's very helpful. consoling. <laughs> Very, very consoling. It makes me makes me feel better. But you're right. There's certain situations that you're in that you just don't realize stress you out. And having that ability to look and wait, why did my heart rate go up? This is this is incredible. Like having that that intimate knowledge of what situations you should be avoiding or changing or doing something different. Is, I think it's amazing. The one thing I will say is that you know everyone says when you first wake up in the morning. Don't look at your phone. Don't look at it for an hour. Don't react to the world. I can't help it. The first thing I do is I open my Aura app to see, how did I do? How Did I win? Did I get the unicorn? Did I get to 100 points on my readiness? No, I fail every time. But So I, I need to get over that habit. I need to give myself that hour. But I'm just so excited every morning to see how well I did on my sleep. Yeah, well, at least you're not opening up Facebook. <laughs> right, that's right? true. I mean, if you, if you pulled out your phone and opened up Facebook or Instagram, that would be a different story. What do I need to be pissed um, off about today? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I like this ring. It not only does it like really provide you some incredibly useful data to change your habits, but I think it looks really good too. It looks great. And, and like you said, the habit change, that's what, that's what we're all about here is finding ways to improve your life, to actually take action on the things you're trying to do. And a lot of times we take that action without the data without information, without knowing what it is we're trying to do or what actually needs the help. And this is such a great tool because it's not just numbers. They give you advice. They give you guidance on things you can do to improve your sleep, to improve your activity. Or maybe there are certain days, maybe today's one of them, where you're supposed to back off a little bit because you overdid a little bit yesterday. 
You, you may not be aware of those things throughout your day, but because of the help of this technology, you're able to make better informed decisions for your health. So Jeremy, with all that data and you trying to get to a hundred, get that unicorn, you got to be feeding your body appropriately in order to get those best scores, right? In That's order right. For your body to rest and recover all the way. So how are we going to feed your body appropriately? We love athletic greens, right? Absolutely. I started taking athletic greens because I really needed to have a supplement that tasted great, gave me all the things that I needed. And I didn't want to have to take 10 pills a day or spend all of my time cooking all the meals. I try and get my nutrients from food, but let's face it, we don't get everything we need every day from food. So Athletic Greens was a great solution for me. It tastes great. gives me everything I need for more energy, better gut health, optimized immune system. It has less than a gram of sugar and there's no nasty chemicals or artificial anything. And it actually does taste good. And for what you get, it's less than $3 a day. And right now is the time to incorporate better health. And Athletic Greens is a perfect start. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash fitmess. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash fitmess to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. That link will be on the show notes and it's plastered all over our website at thefitmess.com. All right. Well, if we haven't convinced you that the aura ring is what's missing from your fitness tracking routine, perhaps our guest can help. Her name is Caroline Kreider. She's the science communication lead for Aura. We had a chance to talk to her about what's under the hood of the Aura Ring and why it's a powerful tool you may want to add to your wellness toolkit. The Aura Ring is a smart ring that helps you track a lot of different information about your health. So it's a ring and an app that's helping you track how your body's doing, how your sleep is going, activity. So it's a holistic wellness tracker that's on your finger. There's been some significant changes. A new version of the ring has come out. Can you talk about some of those enhancements or new features that, that you brought in? Yeah, absolutely. I'm not sure if either one of you had the Gen 2 ring, but it's kind of one of those cool things where if you hold them up side by side, it might be hard at first to tell what the differences are. Our engineering team is really, really good at fitting things in less than a half centimeter of space. But because they're so tiny, it does help to talk a little bit about the differences. So the Gen 2 ring was really focused on you know, sleep tracking and optimizing all of these measurements at night. Night is a great time to read all sorts of information about your body. But we heard again and again and again from our members that, hey, we want to measure stuff during the day. We really want to expand all sorts of features. So the Gen 3 ring, we took the same size, but we packed in a bunch more sensors. So we put in different types of LEDs that help us measure different things. We added a bunch of temperature sensors. So now we have seven temperature sensors. And we expanded the app as well. So if you're looking at the Gen 3 ring, sort of the biggest hits are we expanded into the day. So there's daytime heart rate. You can look at how your body is doing throughout the day. Or are you getting restorative time or not? We're going to have workout heart rate rolling out later this year. And then a couple other features sort of came with that. We're going to have blood oxygen in the ring. There's our first official women's health feature, period prediction. And then inside the app, there's a new tab that's chock full of a library of a lot of different content that you can use to meditate and learn about your health. 
I've definitely been taking advantage of the of the new content for meditation. That is really cool. There was some before in, in Gen Two, but you've got you guys have added a bunch, and it's been really really helpful for me. What have you learned about yourself as a meditator? Any good? Uh, you know, it, it's more just the resources, right? Just I use yeah. it a lot at night to help me sleep, and there are the, every one that I've used. I have I haven't heard a single one all the way through because I'm just out within within minutes of starting. So they're they're fantastic. I wanted to talk a little bit about the, uh, the the women's health stuff. There's that's a big, big part of this update, and I was surprised in, in reading about this how much temperature plays a role in a lot of the the women's uh, health features. So, can you talk about how that helps predict what's going on with women's health? Yeah, absolutely. So, Aura measures skin temperature. You have your core temperature, which a lot of people are used to thinking about, which is where you put a thermometer under your tongue. But your skin temperature changes a lot more than your core. So your body wants to hold your core temperature constant. And to do that, your skin needs to change. So if you go on a run, your core heats up, your skin flushes. Same thing where if it's cold outside, the first thing to get cold would be your hands. So your skin changes a whole lot um, and its temperature fluctuates. And there's all sorts of cool patterns that you can read with that. So Aura Ring has always had temperature and our users have always written into us and say, hey, I could tell I was getting sick early. Mm -hmm. You know, I realized this medication changed this. I had something wrong with my thyroid, but we have finally built a feature that is official for all of the users that had written into us saying, hey, I'm actually tracking my menstrual cycle using the temperature feature. And it's a really cool pattern where estrogen cools you down, progesterone heats you up. And so the first half of your cycle is estrogen cold. The second half after you ovulate is progesterone warm, and it creates this wave that you can follow. So period prediction is just getting to know your personal wave. Not all cycles are the same length. You might have a cycle that's a little longer or shorter. And so it is able to look at what has happened for your body in the past and what is happening right now. So that when you see that transition from hot to cold, you can say, hey, that is exactly when your period's going to start. I, I can't speak personally about that, that feature, but my other half has been using the Gen 3 ring. She told me that it was incredibly helpful for her in just like her, her readiness score and like what she should be doing and shouldn't be doing because she is for her entire life, she's always, I don't feel good today, or I don't feel right today. Is it something I ate? Is it my sleep? Is it PMS? Like, is it those things? So it, it, does it actually differentiate between, you know, you didn't sleep well, or your, your cycle is about to start, or your cycle is, is ending? Like, is that, does it tell you that granular detail of... So what the feature does right now, and she is so right to be picking up on all of those changes, the feature right now is specifically to help you predict your period. So it's helping you pick up on when are those changes occurring? You know, okay, in the next, you know, three days, in the next five days, you're going to have this big hormonal shift. But for the longest time, we have had the ability to read all those other metrics that you're talking about. Your sleep is going to change based on your cycle, your HRV, your heart rate variability, your respiratory rate, your heart rate. And so a lot of people use the trend graph, which is where you can see those long-term patterns to look at what's changing between the first and second half of their cycle, because those hormones do cause you know, a lot of shifts and you might be sleeping differently. You might be training differently. And it's nice to kind of have that confirmation of what you were feeling in your body. My wife's been using it to track, I, I would, I should call it sleep, but let's call it lack of sleep. She does. She's up very late, always working on whatever the projects are that she's got on, on her agenda. 
And it's so funny because we compare, you know, I, my typical night of sleep, I'll score, you know, readiness and sleep scores are usually like between 85 and 95. Nice. And, and, and I'm like, man, what, what am I missing? How do I, how do I hit that hundred? What else do I need to do? I'm always thinking about like, there's gotta be some other little hack. Cause I do all these, like this list of things that I do. And then, you know, she rolls into bed at two or three in the morning and falls asleep in four seconds and gets up at six. <laughs> but her number is around 70 and it says good. And she's like, well, okay, I'm good. I, great. I, off we go. I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. So, I mean, I suppose whatever works works, but so I'm going to, I'm going to be selfish. I'm going to make this about me first. How do I, how do I close the gap? How do I get that five or 10 more points that I need? Well, we can definitely talk about how to close the gap <laughs> and get that magical, like uh, our users call it the unicorn. 100. Yes. Like, I've seen it. Like, oh, I've seen it on Instagram and I'm like, I, I just want to do it once just to know that I did it. Like I did it perfect one time. But the ultimate thing that we would tell you, Jeremy, is that um, we have finished fruits and we're a finished company. And it's very American of you to be like, I got to get a hundred. <laughs> right. Actually, 85 and above is amazing. Yeah. Is fantastic. You don't have to be a perfect sleeper to be getting fantastic sleep. Right. So if I were you, traditionally, the way that your sleep score works is you kind of watch that score from zero to 100. And when you're starting to ask the question that you're asking, like, why isn't it higher? Mm -hmm. You're looking for what your sleep sins are in yes. those contributors. So everything that falls below it. So um, that is different elements of your sleep. Are you getting enough REM? Is it that you take too long to fall asleep and your wife falls asleep like that? Mm -hmm. um, so do you happen to know which contributors for you? I, I think it usually, and uh, I know we emailed a little bit about this, it usually points to my HRV, which is odd because, yeah. and so tell me if I'm just reading it wrong, because that's entirely possible. But when I look each day, you know, one of the first things I look at is my HRV and the number will be like in the 20s, like the mid 20s. I'm like, wow, I, I want to get that up higher. That's not good. But then when I look at like the weekly trend, it's like, oh, no, you're like 65. So how yeah. how is my daily number so much lower? And then my weekly number is fine. Yeah, good question. So I would say that or it takes a different approach to HRV than a lot of other tools. Okay. So um, a lot of tools will give you one value and they will say, congratulations, this is your HRV. Like this is it for today. What Aura does is we give you a ton of information for you to play with. So mm -hmm. on that sleep screen, even more than just focusing on one number, you have a bunch of different tools. You have what was your average for that night? What was the lowest possible HRV that you got? And then you have that trace. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that we could start to do together is say, so what is, what's off here? Is it like your body's capable of getting to a really high HRV, but it doesn't get there until, you know, 6 a.m. right before you're about to wake up? Or is it that you're getting in and out of the range that you want to be in? Mm -hmm. So you can start to use that graph, at least as your, your real tool for what's happening in your body. What a lot of people discover is you want that pattern of restorative. You want it's climbing higher and higher and higher throughout the night. Yeah. So looking for when are you not hitting that? Is it like partway through the night, something happens? Maybe you're eating chocolate before bed. Maybe you take a medication before bed and it's not hitting your digestive system until a couple hours in. Mm. Maybe you have pets. Maybe your wife who is a night owl is coming to bed at a certain point. You know, I'm going to blame her. I'm going to blame her entirely for this. <laughs> But it's just another another tool rather than just looking um, at the averages. And if you are seeing something in your trend graph, you're kind of looking at those weekly patterns. What we'd also recommend is like, wait a couple months, 
because mm-hmm. health is this really long journey. And oftentimes we're always like, what did I get yesterday? What did I get today? But Aura is a big believer in how you doing this year? How yeah. you doing this month? Like yeah. it's a pandemic year. Your HRV might be completely different than it was four or five years ago. That's true. And then for my wife, who's, who's happy with a 70, should, <laughs> should she be okay with that? Or should I encourage her to get to bed on time? <laughs> I love that. You you guys sound like you probably have different thresholds for what number sounds okay. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Um, it It's sort of like, how do you feel when you operate at 70? Because a lot of us know that there are times in your life where you might be a 40 sleep score. Maybe mm. you are a new parent, new job, something else is going on. You're moving across the country and 40 is the best that you can do. Mm-hmm. So it's really what else has to give in your life. Um, right. And if she feels great at a 70, and she's staying up and doing something that fulfills her, great, more power to her. (laughs) But it may mean that when you guys go on vacation, there's a really candid discussion about which days are the drinking in Cabo type of vacation days and which days are like, we're going to a cabin, there will be no lights, there's no cell phone usage, and we are just going to hit 85 and above on our sleep score for four days. (laughs) All right, I'll leave her alone about it. I, I suppose it's fine. Well, that actually kind of leads me into my question because I, I'm, I'm not a great sleeper. I get good quality, but the time I spend in bed is, is a little bit lower. So I'm curious, my typical readiness score is usually like 70 to 75 and it says good, but I also like, I go to CrossFit four to five Ah. times a week. I do, you know, hot yoga four times a week. And I'm, you know, I move a lot and I've got a pretty stressful job. So like I see 75 and I go, Hey, go good. Yay. Good for you. But am I, am I interpreting that right? Or should I be really worried that I'm low? No, you are interpreting that right. Zach. And I'm smiling because the CrossFitters, the readiness score is designed for people like you because it's meant to be this holistic score. That's got these three components to it. If you only look at one score in the day, A third of it is related to your sleep. A third Mm -hmm. of it is related to your activity. And the third of it is how is your body doing? So is your HRV off, your temperature off, your respiratory rate. So for you, you happen to be somebody who's extremely athletic and you are working out many, many, many days a week and asking a lot of your body. So what you might actually find is when you look at your readiness score, that is the third of it that is responsible for getting you down to 75 because or is a tool that's definitely built with a holistic version of movement in mind and one of the things that it does is it rewards you for rest so if aura sees that you're not taking two consecutive rest days a week it's going to say zach you can't possibly be 100 you're much closer to 75 we'd like you to take more rest and recovery So what it may be is that you're getting a little bit off for sleep because you're not sleeping as long as you'd like and a little bit off for activity. But again, it's the same conversation as maybe staying up late and going for a 75. If you feel great at that and you're fitting in the athleticism and the movement that you want, more power to you. I think a lot of people wonder like, is a low readiness score always bad? And the answer is you could be at a 30 because you have the flu and you feel absolutely terrible Or you could be at a 30 because the concert last night was amazing and you stayed up late and it was the best and you had a couple drinks and, you know, so on and so forth. And so readiness is a capacity that's meant to be used up for whatever you want it to be used up for. So it sounds like you're at a good balance for you. Yeah, I I will say that the, the one time 
I was going to go for a bike ride. I had planned like 25, 30 miles of just biking. And my ring told me like, Hey, something's off. Like I didn't feel bad, but, but my score was really, really, really low. So I, I decided to bail on the bike ride and I just sat and watched TV for the day. And sure enough, I woke up the next day sick. Like it, it warned me ahead of time. I was so amazed by that. That's awesome. That's what so many people tell us is that they're used to like making it all the way to the office or making it into their day before they realize they feel bad enough to take it easy. So when you have that flag, that's like, nope, day on the couch is ready to go. It's much better. It then doesn't turn into three, four days on the couch, you know, much worse. Yep. See, it's funny. I've only in the last three weeks or so, I've incorporated a daily, like actually dragging my butt into the gym and actually physically working out. And there have been a couple of days when it's like, okay, you're, you're doing awesome. Good job and stuff, but you should rest. And I've resisted it because I've gone, well, if I, if I do, that's all, all you need to do is tell me to sit down and do nothing. And I will sit down and do nothing and I will not get back up. That sounds great. That's what I'm here for. But there've been a couple of days when I push through and I'm like, no, no, you're wrong ring. I got to do this. I got to show up or I'm going to, I'm selling myself short. And then it, it takes like a couple days of like, okay, now I got to, I hurt myself. I got to rest and, and get better. So it is, it is amazing how much it really does know you uh, in some ways better than yourself. It's nice. It's like a lot of us were used to only having, you know, a calendar to make a lot of plans, especially for working out. Most people are like, okay, I do my long runs on Thursday. Mm -hmm. I hate myself, you know, in the cycling gym on you know Tuesday in the class. But if you have that freedom to say, yes, today is the day to ask my body to do this or no, the individual activities feel better too. Like rather than it just being a punishment, you can actually enjoy the movement itself because yeah. you know what your body is ready for. Yeah. Well, let's talk about your wellness. What, what do you do to make sure that your numbers uh, represent the way you hope they will? Yeah, that's a good question. I would say that I used to really lie to myself about sleep. Um, I would lie in bed for a cool eight hours and maybe six of them were actually focused on sleeping. I would be angrily in bed, redditing, reading, saying, here I am. Why haven't I fallen asleep yet? So I committed all of the sins, um, and my sort of bedtime routine has been fully optimized. And then something that I found personally that works for me is Epsom salt. So for me, magnesium is really great for sleep and soaking my feet has become like the nighttime ritual for me Ah. and has made a huge difference. And I am a big believer in, it's not weird if it works, like whatever works for you, doesn't matter if you can explain the mechanism, if it's that I'm relaxed because I'm soaking my feet, if it's the magnesium, if it's the smell, the ritual, doesn't matter because I am, you know, in the nineties for a while. Boom. Nice. I've, I've never heard that one. We always hear the, you know, the dark room, cool temperature, No screens an hour before bedtime. Are, are there other sort of uh, sort of off the wall things that, that people maybe have not have heard of? I mean, it really depends. You'll hear some people. One of the fun experiments that I, I like to encourage people to run is take a cold shower and take a hot shower and see which one works for your physiology. Some people are big believers that you take the hot shower. And then when you get out, your body starts to cool itself down and your body naturally cools itself down to sleep. So maybe you kickstart the process. Mm. Other people are like, no, I take the cold shower. So I get myself cold. We skip all the way straight to the cold part and (laughs) then I get into bed. So I think that's a really good tip and it's a fun experiment to see what works for you personally. Yeah. So I'm sure you've heard 
hundreds, if not thousands of, of success stories or life change stories just due to the data that people are seeing with this ring. Do you have one or two that really stick out in your mind as like these gigantic changes that people made because of the ring? Yeah, that's a good question. I definitely want to celebrate the small changes that a lot of people make. Um, I feel like a lot of people get a tool like this and expect some incredible transformation when really 15, 30 minutes more sleep or a, a, a better awareness of their body could be enough and, and, and those should be celebrated. But there have been some big moments. Some of the joyous ones are definitely around people discovering um, that they're pregnant thanks to the temperature data. So we did a pregnancy study where we invited a bunch of users who had been wearing the ring while they were pregnant to share the patterns that they'd seen in their data with UCSD. And we found you know, that your temperature increases five and a half days after conception. And that is really, really fast. And that is really meaningful for people who are waiting and yeah. waiting for that type of information. So I think there's some joyous stories like that. And then there've been some scary ones for sure, where somebody writes into us and says, something's wrong on my heart rate graph. My heart is, you know, 20 beats higher than it was last week, or my ring is no longer showing me data. And that's because it can't read their heartbeat and arrhythmia hasn't occurred and they need to go to the doctor or their heart is actually doing something differently. So I think a lot of us are used to spot checking our health. You go in the doctor when something's wrong. And there have been a lot of cases where people see that something is off well in advance because now they're just more in touch with their baselines. That's incredible. Uh, yeah, it's huge. You mentioned earlier some of the things that are coming later this year. One that, that my wife brought up, and, and again, maybe this is something that exists and we don't know how to turn it on, but uh, she was saying that particularly when she's at work during the day, if like she suddenly like she's like involved in some heated thing with some colleague and it's really stressful, she was saying, wouldn't it be great if the, if the app said, hey, your heart rate's racing, chill out. <laughs> is, does that exist or, or is that on the horizon? That's a really good question. Some people have maybe written in about having some sort of alert or, you know, haptic feedback, some vibrating or something with the ring. But yeah. I think one of the big things that differentiates Aura right now is the voice of the product and everything. And, and the way that it helps you care for yourself is no screens, mm -hmm. no flashing, right. no notifications. The only notifications that you'll get is like, charge me or time to stretch your legs. Right, right. So in the moment feedback hasn't been prioritized just right. because we want you to, you know, go about your day Live naturally your life. Right. or sleep naturally. But it's definitely something to consider. And it is, you know, the, the feature where you can meditate during the day. Mm -hmm. The idea is that maybe you get enough body awareness that you start to recognize that in yourself and then are able to care for yourself. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But the chill out ring is probably something a lot of us <laughs> could use at some point in time. That new feature, the daytime heart rate graph, you can yes. start checking your data with your wife. Um, what it will do is kind of give you the journey of your heart throughout the day. And then it will color code the time that you were in restorative time where you were actually, you know, um, gaining back those points and really taking that time for yourself. So you could look at her graphs, presumably, and right. see if there is no restorative time, maybe the chill out is, you know, throughout the day. Yes. It's funny. I was looking at mine just before we got on this call and there is this spike, like just a dramatic spike at seven o'clock. And that's when it's like, kids, we got to get out the door or you're going to miss get the bus. Going. And it just, and, and I remember <laughs> being very frustrated this morning when, when that, uh, when that happened. 
And you feel free to use that against them when they come home. Oh, this totally. Is this is you all do. your fault. <laughs> uh, I, I do want to say my, my better half, she did comment on the fact that she's always worn trackers on her wrist. And while I've got one on too, like they do, they notify you, they're active throughout the day. And she was just so ecstatic that she had all of this data with no notifications mm. whatsoever and that it was benign and she she forgot that she was wearing it yet she was getting all of this information and I, I just want to comment on that like it's just such a great feature but the one notification that I get on my phone yeah. that I love is when the ring is fully charged so yeah. like my watch I always put it down and then I realized three days later that I never put it back on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I really appreciate that about the ring that it tells you, hey, go go put it back on. It's done charging. I'm glad I'll tell the product team because they never get <laughs> feedback. Nobody writes in a technical support ticket to say, I love that you tell me right. that you're fully charged. Uh, everything you're um, doing I, is fantastic. Keep yeah, up the great work. Great. <laughs> I'm glad that your your partner feels that way though. I think there are quite a few people who've written into us who said, wow. I didn't realize until this was my primary activity tracker, how much my run was focused on and how fast am I now? Mm -hmm. And am I meeting the time and how many calories? And I said, I was going to do two and a half miles. So I got to get to two and a half miles rather than just going and experiencing your body and maybe going for a run for the joy of going for a run instead of metrics and maybe yeah. checking afterwards how you did. So hopefully more people have that experience. I'm guilty of both sides. Yes. Uh, I promise I have a question, but I also, uh, just a comment. Um, my wife doesn't like to wear rings. She has to take her wedding ring off at night because her hands kind of swell up and it hurts and so she takes it yeah. off. And when she opened the box, she's like, oh my God, it's really pretty. Like, and that is like, she loved it. And I see her, she wears it all the time. So it's uh, so, so well done on the design too. But uh, the question that, I, that I'll get to, you've also, uh, speaking of changes, things that are new, there's now a membership model with the ring. So yeah. tell us about the membership model, why that uh, now is part of this and sort of uh, how it works. Yeah, so that's a, that's a great question. We are moving to a membership model. So um, there's a monthly fee and we're pretty excited because we take the writing in and the comments and the ideas from our user base really seriously there are a lot of requests on the roadmap and a lot that people want us to build in. Um, so what we've done is that that membership is going to be fueling more features coming out faster. Um, some of the research that we want to do, you know, we've launched a couple of research studies in the app, like our COVID study, Tempredict, and then content. So we added that whole tab, the explore tab, where you were saying, Jeremy, you've maybe tried a, a meditation or two. So that is going to be expanding every month with so cool. more content. So whether that's guided meditations and changing up what's available so you can try, you know, a new technique, a new breathwork style or a new meditative style, but also education content. That's number one thing that people write into us saying, give me more, 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 more. So there are going to be educational slideshows in there that'll help you learn about topics like how does caffeine impact your body? What does melatonin do? So definitely excited to see how that expands and if we can have sort of a more responsive conversation than with our members who are saying, we want this. Okay, here you go, based on our innovation. That's awesome. I want to leave it there. Is there uh, anything else that we didn't touch on that you want to make sure we mention uh, about the ring to make sure people are aware of it? Sure. I guess um, a couple of other things that maybe you guys have, have played with that trend view or not. I think a lot of people maybe don't know that you can go into that view. So clicking on the hamburger menu, those three lines mm -hmm. in the top left and hitting trends, and then you can turn your phone 
into landscape mode. And a lot of people are only looking at their data in portrait and not looking at weeks and months. And I think turning it sideways, a lot of people have some aha moments about those larger life changes. So I think that's a really special view. So I definitely would want people to know about that. Other than that, I hope neither one of you has had rest mode engaged. I have not. Like, okay. I, it's, it's been recommended a couple of times and I'm like, no, no, no rest for me. I've, I've got things to do. <laughs> I did the one time I got sick, it engaged rest mode. Okay. That, that I think is a really critical piece where, you know, if your temperature changes and it's your personal temperature, you know, some of us run hot, some of us run cold. If your temperature changes, you get this mode triggered rest mode where it's not only going to mute your activity goals, which is really important. It sounds like, especially Zach for people who have, you know, a couple of different CrossFit classes, maybe in the week, it says, don't, don't worry about activity, focus on recovery. And then it helps you track your symptoms and gives you different insights on recovery. And so I think that's a, that's a pretty cool offering that we have that people might not know about. And it's such a powerful use of the temperature data that if people are looking for that, I think it's really, really special. Now that you say that, I remember the time that it did uh, suggest rest mode was I got my my booster, my vaccine, uh, my COVID yes. booster. And it was like, oh, you might want to chill out. And it's <laughs> funny. I actually, instead, I went and did some breath work. And like in an hour, I was like, oh, okay, good. I feel great now and, and moved on with my life. But uh, but oh, again, awesome. that's what you needed. Yeah. Yeah. It's, but again, like it just made me go, oh, okay, well, maybe I should do hmm. something. So again, just that awareness that it helps bring to, to your wellness, I think is just a, a literally an amazingly powerful tool. So, so I'm just so grateful for it. So, uh, well, great. Thank you so much for, for your time. Where do we learn more about the ring? Where do we get it? All that kind of stuff. Yeah, uh, we have a website. Um, I, I would say let's, you know, attach the URL, um, rather than me reading it off. But, um, if you just, you know, Google search for aura ring, we have our blog up there as well. Um, so lots to learn and dig into on there. That was Caroline Kreider, the science communications lead for aura. You can find links to aura in the show notes for this episode at thefitmess.com. So many takeaways from that interview for you if you're interested in the Aura Ring, especially if you're a woman. It's a, So many of the updates are focused on women's health, something Zach and I know nothing about. However, uh, this was an opportunity for us to be able to get our wives to participate in the show for the first time. So that's been fun. Yeah, it was. But like I said, I, I'm loving the daytime heart rate monitor. That's a huge upgrade for me. It's something that I'm using every single day. I'm, like I said, obsessively checking it first thing in the morning to make sure that I've, I've slept the way that I needed to to get the recovery that I need so that when I go to the gym, I know how hard to push or, or how much I need to maybe back off that day. And maybe most importantly, the app replaces so many other wearables and, and trackers and other apps. I've literally deleted three other apps off of my phone because of everything this one has to offer. And uh, in addition to that, so many educational tools so you can learn about your heart rate variability and all the things that you need to do to make sure that your body is performing the way that you want it to. So I'll throw this out to the community. If you're using an aura ring, or even if you're using anything else to track your health and wellness, we would love to keep this conversation going by joining us in our Facebook group where you and fellow fitness listeners can stay connected, participate in monthly challenges, and find accountability to help you reach your goals, like getting that 100 100, aura score. The unicorn. Great white buffalo, whatever it is. I'm going to get it one of these days. Do it. All right. That link is also at our website, thefitmass.com, where we will be back next week with a brand new episode. Very excited about this one featuring the man behind the P90X home workout program and so much more. Tony Horton joins us. Going to talk to him about how he motivated me to finally take action on some of my own fitness goals. We'll see you then. Thanks for listening. See you, everyone. 
We know this podcast is amazing and doesn't seem to lack anything, but we need a legal disclaimer. Prior to implementing anything discussed in this podcast, it is your responsibility to conduct your own research and consult your physician. You should assume that Jeremy and Zach don't know what they're talking about, and they're not liable for any physical or emotional issues that occur directly or indirectly from listening to this podcast.